Lockhart and Ferriby walked across the dock and then paused, looking up at the ship. They saw her with different eyes. Lockhart could, to a certain extent, appraise her lines and her design. To Ferriby she was entirely novel, in every detail, and this, like a lot of other things, worried him. He had been married only six weeks. Saying goodbye to his wife two nights previously, he had confided once more his uncertainty, his doubt about what he had taken on. But darling, she had said, with that loving smile that he found so moving and so beautiful, you can do anything. You know you can. Look how happy you've made me. It was illogical, but it was very comforting all the same. Everything about their marriage was like that. They were just getting over their shyness together, and finding the process singularly sweet. Ferriby had said goodbye to a new wife. Lockhart had said goodbye to nothing. He had answered, journalist, to the captain. But he was not at all sure he deserved the title. He was twenty-seven. For six years he had scratched a living, freelancing in and around Fleet Street. It had taught him a lot, but it had not given him an ounce of security or a moment's freedom from worry. He was not even sure that was what he wanted in any case. He had no parents living. He had no ties. The only woman he had taken leave of had said, Why ever didn't we do this before? as he climbed out of bed and into his uniform in the cold London dawn. That had been symptomatic of his whole life. Uncertain, impermanent, shifting in emphasis and intensity. He had joined up because there was a war. He had joined the Navy because he knew about ships, small ships anyway, and could navigate. Now he felt happy and free and confident, and he liked the change. Ferriby, pointing, said, "'What's that wire thing tacked on to the mast?' "'Some radio gadget, I suppose. Let's go aboard.' They crossed the rough plank that served as a gangway and jumped down onto the deck. Here and there it was still rhymed with frost, and a hundred things were lying about it—oil drums, toolboxes, welding gear, oddments of equipment. There was loud hammering from a dozen places, and somewhere up in the bows a riveting machine was making a prodigious racket. Lockhart led the way aft, and they looked to the depth charge gear, a replica of what they had worked on at the training establishment. Then they went below, and presently found themselves in the cabin space. There were only two cabins— one with a single berth labelled First Lieutenant, and a tiny wardroom. The whole thing was cramped and full of awkward corners. "'This is going to be damned crowded,' said Lockhart presently. "'You and I share a cabin, I suppose.' "'I wonder what the First Lieutenant's like,' said Farrowby, looking at the label on the door. "'Whatever he's like, we'll have to put up with him. He can make or break this ship, as far as we're concerned.' "'How? Just by being bloody?' or the reverse, as the fancy takes him. Oh, I liked the captain. He loved you. Yes, he's all right. The good R&Rs are really good. A lot of them don't like us. Us? The R&VR. Lockhart smiled. Two years from now, we'll do the picking and choosing. Don't you worry about the VR, my lad. It's going to be our war in the end. That's the only way they'll be able to man the ships. You mean— We'll actually get commands. Lockhart nodded abstractedly. He was examining the wardroom pantry, which was inordinately small. A raucous voice over their heads shouted, Below! The noise rang round the empty wardroom. What a rough man, said Lockhart. After a pause, the shout was repeated on a higher note. 
Is that us? asked Farabee uncertainly. I fear so. Lockhart walked to the foot of the ladder and peered upwards. Yes? The red face framed in the companionway was not reassuring. Bennett was glaring down at him. What the hell are you hiding down there for? I'm not, said Lockhart. Weren't you told to report to me? After looking round the ship, yes. Sir, prompted Bennett unpleasantly. Sir, said Lockhart. He could almost feel Ferriby's harassed expression behind him. Is the other side?